Welcome to In the Club VIP, a Kansas Athletic Club production, striving for incremental improvement every day. Hey guys, we are back with another episode of In the Club VIP. We got, uh, let's see, let me think of all the titles here. We got Anthony <laughs> Kaler here. We got Director of Programming. We got like Head Nutrition Coach, nutrition. All Around Badass. Oh, that's I like ma- that. Maybe your nice face one. Okay, yeah, yeah one. sweet. <laughs> Best hair this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> I would say the waviest, perhaps. Waviest, okay. Yeah, I don't know if we go there. I don't know about best. You know, there's there's some good hair in this gym. <laughs> and that's compete. true. That is true. We got some good, some good man buns right now. Oh, yeah. A couple good new additions. Jesse Nelson, if you're listening out there, <laughs> calling you out for that. But, um, but yeah, we've got a good episode this week. I think we, we actually got some good feedback from you guys last week about overtraining and... Um, you know, some, some ways to, to remedy that overtraining. Like uh, Tuan and I were just talking about how, you know, if you are going to train really, really hard, you're going to have to adapt your, 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 uh, your diet to suit those needs and to kind of fit that. So it just seems natural to kind of talk about nutrition and who better to talk about it than the head nutrition coach. <laughs> so um, Tuan, I just want you to kind of give me a little backstory on maybe what got you interested in nutrition, um, you know, what, uh, what maybe certifications you, you went to pursue and, and kind of you know, um, any details along those lines. Yeah. Um, thanks for having me for of course. one. Freaking love this stuff. Uh, always got it on my Spotify listening. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, thank you. Um, but, uh, definitely what got me into nutrition was wrestling in high school because not everybody knows it, but most know it. If you've been around long enough, I was a very, very heavy kid. Um, I mean, we just ate good, right? My family, they came from families that didn't get to eat good all the time. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we were blessed enough to have a big dinner every night, like that was that was it right there. So right. when I wanted to do wrestling, I figured out this whole weight class thing. And it turns out as a 14-year-old, when you're 250 pounds, um, you wrestle men. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. men weigh 250 <laughs> pounds. So I was like, cool. So I'll go ahead and lose weight. Um, my wrestling coaches helped me, and that's just what I kind of realized. When you start eating more real food, how much better you feel, um, and that just kind of grew with me. I've been, I've had my ups and downs. I've gained weight. I've lost it again. I've been too skinny. I've been too big. So I have a lot of experience in the field of how to manipulate the body based off of what you're trying to do. I've done it the wrong way, and I've done it the right way too. So um, that kind of just, at least for me, that helps me a a lot to be able to connect with people and relate to what they're struggling with and try to find the best methods for them. Um, but but wrestling was what got me into nutrition initially, and that's that's been a passion of mine to fuel your body properly and maintain a proper composition when doing so, um, and having fun and not making nutrition literally number one in my life. Because when you do nutrition properly, it is a everyday consistent part of your life. Every time something's going into my body, uh, water, food, whatever, I'm always thinking about my overall nutrition. Um, and where that ends up on like the top 10 most important things in my life, I mean, it's got to be on there because it you do it so frequently, if you're not treating it properly, it can just really snowball and affect you later in life in a negative way. Right, you know. right. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna take a little sidetrack real quick though, because you said that you you've done it the right way, but you also did it the wrong way. <laughs> if you don't mind talking about it a little bit, what uh, what was that like doing it the wrong way, and you know what kind of negative side effects did you did you have or resulted from that? Yeah, um, kind of like with the overtraining one, uh, it's it's definitely common for CrossFitters to not eat enough, so. 
So I'm not doing it the wrong way. Um, the best way to describe it is I just didn't eat. I remember uh, at one point in my life, there was a two, three month span where I was trying to lose weight for wrestling. You know, I, what I would do, I would take those big uh, 100 grand protein bars. Mm -hmm. They have like yep. 80 grams of protein, like mm -hmm. 30 grams of fat, just calorie. I'd split it up into fifths and I would eat one for lunch. And I'd, other than that, I'd have water and then I'd have a chicken breast with broccoli before I went to bed at night. So I'd have that with some water in the morning and then nighttime I would do that. And I got down to 160, I got real lean. Mm -hmm. I got pictures from in high school, I got all cut up and and no, you mean, I did that for two months and I, I started to turn pale, my eyes started to get black and just when you're not, you're not respecting your body, you're not giving enough calories, it may seem like it's working for now, but your body's going into survival mode. It's doing everything it can to achieve what you want it to do. So you just have to listen for the little signs. It's, your body's always talking, and if you're not listening to it, you're just being ignorant because right. it's always saying something. Everything you do, it says something about it. It's always got something to say. Yeah, <laughs> um, of course, yeah. And then so, you know, gained weight when I started eating again. And as I tried to come back and do it again, I came into more of an RP method. And that's where I talked about nutrition being number one in your life. And that's not where it should be. It needs to be on the top ten, right? It's mm -hmm. important. But when it's number one, it controls you. And then that makes you not the person you need to be. It doesn't have you uh, being part of society. It doesn't have you giving back to people. It's just a selfish mindset when you prioritize your goals, nutrition included, at that number one so um, just finding that happy medium ground because when it does consume your life and you're just not seeing family you're not seeing friends you're not seeing loved ones because they're going out to eat to celebrate whatever it's like mm -hmm. if I go I'll do something bad so I'm just gonna stay here right you right know? that kind of like you know basically trying to prevent something that hasn't already happened like you could yeah. go out and you could still enjoy it and Absolutely. eat a healthy meal um, now granted it gets tough at certain places <laughs> um, you know especially I've, I've got a family that loves you know good old-fashioned home-cooked meals mm -hmm. but uh, but you can still you can you can eat in moderation and I think that's that's kind of something too yeah. um, and it's got to be tough too because when you first started doing that that you know necessarily unhealthy method um, you probably you saw results quickly, which yes. is well, and that's what people do it for is because you see the results so quickly. Um, when working with these clients and myself included, they want these results very, very fast. They want them in the next month. And I'll tell you right now, to find my truly happy, healthy space for nutrition, it took me eight years. And I'm not saying I have it perfected, but I just think I have the best balance I've ever been able to achieve for myself. Mm -hmm. um, and that took eight years, and I do this as a job. Like I'm, I'm already constantly thinking about it. I can't imagine for someone that has a family, their own things going on mm -hmm. in their life, whatever they're dealing with, um, and then now they have to add in this new habit that is almost going to start to control a lot of choices you make in your life um, when you're out with people, by yourself, whatever. Um, and what you choose to put in your children's mouth. Um, that's something that uh, most motivates me a little bit is one day if I do have a child I want to make sure I know how to teach it how to eat um, not simple things like eat a vegetable and fruit like I want you to know I should have about this amount of protein and this amount of fruit and this amount of veggies in every single meal to promote my healthy lifestyle right yeah and that's awesome man that's really cool to hear um, thank thank you for sharing that that's yeah. obviously you know, pretty <laughs> deep but that I think it really transitions what you just said into you know the healthy side so tell us a little bit about like when things changed and you know how doing it the right way you said it's you know basically taking you eight years yeah, um, kind of how is. that has come to you for you personally yeah um oh, man i'm putting on you know, on the spot yeah, a little bit yeah, too yeah. so it might it might how take a minute to really too because it was a lot of trial and error right. you know that's it um 
you, you get a goal, whatever that goal is at the time. Uh, initially for me, it was, you know, you want to be big, you want to be strong, you want to have muscles. So it's like, all right, what's the first thing I do? I'm going to go to Google. How do I gain muscle? All right, protein. Protein's good. It, it keeps my muscles strong. Like, all right, all right, it repairs it. That's good stuff. I need protein. And then you start looking up white papers like, uh, you know, studies where they talk about here, if you get 20 grams every four hours, that's the optimal time. You see, you start getting all sciencey about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just what kind of, that's what fueled me to start wanting to perfect it because there is a science to it or more so an art when you start doing it for longevity because it's a lifetime skill now, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and just, I mean, every every bit of information is out there nowadays, and everybody can learn everything if they want to go find it. That's yeah. the thing. It's hard to find sometimes. You don't always know what to trust. You don't always know where to do it. So then you start doing certifications. You start going to people that are uh, masters in their area, whatever that is, and you start having conversations with them. And that's where you really start learning because everything's through trial and error because everyone's body is so freaking different. Right. Yeah, 20 grams of protein may work great for whatever untrained male study you did, but what about women? What about pregnant women? What about children? What about people that are 150, want to be 200? What about people that are 250, want to be 200, you know? And do those numbers still add up? And there is not enough studies in the world to figure out all that. So it's just easier to do trial and error on yourself. Right. It takes three months of one habit that you do and you learn something from it. Whether it works for you or not, doesn't matter. And then so it helps to do one-on-one nutrition coaching because you have someone who, who's gone through the rings of fire, has tried to trialed it a little bit. Um, and it's like, okay, these are things that have worked in the past. Um, this kind of lines up with what the science says right now to the best of our knowledge. And this is what I think you should try. We're going to have to do it for two to three months to know if it's going to work though. Because yeah. especially nutrition, your well, your body recycles every five years or something almost like mm-hmm. every, every cells regenerated by mm-hmm. then. Um, and can you imagine if you ate nothing but healthy plants and wholesome nutrition for five years straight as opposed to fast food yeah. for five years straight? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, it's, it's pretty incredible, right? Because, uh-huh. you know, e- even being consistent over weeks time, you know, it's so much different than being consistent over a year's time yeah. and just the, the effects that you can see. And you can kind of, you kind of spoke to that, you know, over the trial and error over eight years. So, uh-huh. um, well, take me through. <clears throat> Excuse me. Take me through. Say I walk in the door. I'm like, hey, Tuan, uh, been struggling with some nutrition. What uh, What do you recommend? What What would we do here if we If I wanted to come to you for for nutrition help? So the first thing we do, um, we we put you on the scale just because everybody loves that. It is fun. I mean, even me still now, I'm all like, oh, let's just see what it says. Right, you right. know, it's just so exciting. You see your muscle mass, your fat mass, gets to tell you about your visceral fat, gets to tell you about your skeletal mass, and then it has the recommendations. The recommendations are whatever, um, but because they're just, it's almost for like BMI recommendations, and we all know how that is, <laughs> but right, right. especially for athletes with muscle. Most people in this gym are probably labeled obese because exactly. they have too much muscle. But oh yeah, that's a whole I, different story. I've been sitting at five, six percent body fat, and it still says you're obese. Right. Just, there's no pleasing BMI. Nope. <laughs> um, but the first thing we do is hop them on that scale, so they get all hyped up about it, and then really it's just a conversation starter. I can start looking at this. Um, they kind of really get a grasp on what's going on in their body, and then I can ask them like, "Hey, what do you want from this? Why are you here today?" Um, and that's when it starts to become personalized uh, because I don't care what the machine says. If it says you're a little, let's say 5% overweight, um, but you want to gain 10 pounds of muscle, like, okay, cool. Like, what's our first step into gaining the 10 pounds of muscle? 
it ends up almost always being the same thing. The body fat has to be at a, percent, a certain percentage for the muscle to really want to be building, at least lean mass. Um, but, I mean, I think that's when it comes down to just those having those conversations. Um, right. And we can just personalize it for you. So, uh, what do you want to do, man? Tell me. What is it <laughs> right. you want from your nutrition games? Oh, man. That's a good question. I, I really didn't come prepared because I should have thought about this before. <laughs> um, I really think I've, I've had a bit of a shift of mindset over the last year or so going from being like, I want to be like the highest level competitor to uh-huh. more, I want to be 97 and still moving around and see great, great grandkids and, and things like that. So I've definitely shifted more toward, um, you know, a little bit of a balanced lifestyle um, and I would probably gear toward more of the longevity side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that's actually interesting, and this could probably be another podcast, but going into like uh, food sensitivities, food allergies, oh, things man. like that. Um, I've gotten kind of interested in things like that more lately too. Um, just I have uh, like a little skin condition uh-huh. if you see on my elbow. So it's like, you know, you go to a dermatologist and they you ask them, hey, you know, why do I have this skin condition? And their answer is, oh, you know, it could be this, it could be that. We're not really sure. But most of the time, one of those things that they say is, like, it, it could be, you know, a food sensitivity or allergy. Yeah. And they just, like, slip that in there. And you're like, well, what do I do about that? And then they're like, I don't really know. So, <laughs> at least in that sense. Because there's not a ton right. studied about it yet, right. right? And like you said with studies earlier, it can be so difficult to study because everybody's a little different. Mm-hmm. Even if we have the same food allergy with the same exact thing, it's going to react a little bit different mm-hmm. between us because we're not the same person. You know, um, I w- I'd be interested to see if twins, you know, even in that sense, if they yeah. have the same thing, because uh, everybody is different. Yeah. Even if you are m- mostly the same DNA, you will still yeah. be different. Well, just the nutrigenomics of the whole factor, the way the brain's going to absorb certain nutrients. Like if that wasn't, if that code wasn't in your genes, you're just not going to absorb it the same way as someone else. And even twins are going to have massive differences in something as, sim- as small as that, right? Right. Yeah. Right. No, it's and it's crazy because when when you have something that for allergies, your intestines swell up. You can't absorb you absorb like twenty percent nutrition now. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine if you're allergic to onions? Yeah, and, and that's just, happening every time you have an onion. But yep. onions, one of your favorite vegetables, so you don't know, so you keep throwing it in there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and it's not necessarily such a bad reaction that you're like running to the bathroom yeah. after eating it, or like you know, it's not like you like that, like you're swelling up, but yeah. it's your gut basically. Imagine when you have allergies, just walking outside, and your eyes swell up, and you can't breathe. It's the same thing happening in your yes. gut, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is it's it's kind of crazy, and uh, so stuff like that has definitely interested mm-hmm. me. But say say I walk in and I'm like, okay, you know, I want to. You know, live as long as I can. I might have these food allergies. You know, I kind of throw that at you. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so where do you go? Are you kind of look at like what I'm currently eating and, mm-hmm. and go dive into that? Is that is that maybe the next step? That's always my favorite part about the consultations. After we figured out the goals, um, the next thing to figure out is like, all right, let me just hear about your normal day. Like, and not everyone's got a normal day, <laughs> but most people have a rhythm, even as crazy as it may be, at least for their eating habits. Like, even if it's I don't eat until I get home and then I just feast for three hours straight or I eat something in the morning and then I got something here around lunch, I got a snack and then dinner at night, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so my favorite is always people are like, well, it's impossible. I can't lose the 10 pounds. I can't gain the two pounds of muscle. I'm like, well, let's see what they're thinking. They're like, look at all this food I'm eating. I had eggs with spinach in the morning and then two Gatorades at lunch and then I ate a whole steak for dinner. I'm like, okay, so... That was 800 calories. I'm super proud of you, but... <laughs> we can do better. We can do better. Like, even if you want to lose weight, 
that's not enough food, right? Mm-hmm. Because I need to be just a little bit under my daily expenditure to lose weight. Because if I'm too far under, now I need to break down muscle because I need those calories mm-hmm. and nothing breaks down faster than muscle. Right. Because muscle is a luxury. You don't just get it, all right? I got to have a base foundation to start building that. Right. Um, so... You come to me with longevity. The first thing I want to hear is what your day is like. And then the next thing I'm going to throw at you because nobody's ever doing it because it's never taught and it's the most simple thing ever. I want a balanced plate. I want all my macronutrients in every single meal so that way I can promote optimal efficiency of my body converting fuel into energy. Um, And it just blows my mind because we're not taught – and it's not really hammered in like it should, what a vegetable is, what a protein is, what a carb is, and what a fat is. Mm-hmm. It, like I, I, They taught me accounting <laughs> in high school, but I was never taught how to properly nourish myself, right? Right. Um, and I've not used the accounting, more so my fault than anything. But. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I think we all maybe had like one chapter in health class, maybe when you're maybe. like a freshman or sophomore yeah. in high school. And it's like, I think back then, and it, it wasn't that long ago that I was in high school, but mm-hmm. it was like the food pyramid still yeah and it's changed two or three times since then, and so. dairy's on that thing right it, it's one of the things and yeah that's a that could probably be a whole podcast oh, itself just dairy no but yeah so so yeah basically balance plate mm-hmm. and you kind of hit on it but basically you know oh, yeah, quickly so, explain the macronutrients yeah. like you know you you mentioned protein carbohydrates fats are the main three that mm-hmm. people know about but vegetables would also be considered ones. Right. So protein, um, it, it helps build muscle. It helps maintain muscle. Right. And, and just to keep it simple for most people, I say eat about your fist in protein. Right. So for me, I have a fairly big hand, maybe five ounces. Right. And for a 200 pound male, five ounces, four or five meals a day, that's pretty good. You know, Mm -hmm. you can maybe go to six if you're trying to have a little on the higher end. I know for me, when I went vegan, protein is not my best friend. I can have very low amounts of protein and still gain a good amount of muscle. Emily, full 360, she could she could just crush protein all day. It, it works so well for her. So once again, people are so different. Yeah. Um, carbs, that's kind of like the energy. You get to break it down into sugar super easily, um, and it just gets to be stored in the muscles. So uh, I try to say equal carb to protein ratio, just the, probably best unless you're getting ready for a competition mm-hmm. or a race or whatever else. They should just be pretty darn close to each other. Um, so then, you know, ball of rice, about the size of my fist, pasta, whatever you end up doing. Right. Um, and then fats. Fats are for hormone balance and just overall brain function. So uh, that was something that I found out as as I started to learn my nutrition is I crushed the protein game, I crushed the carb game, and I crushed the vegetable game. I never ate a healthy fat because I was always told fats make you fat. Right. <laughs> right. So, fats are bad. Fats yeah. are french fries. You know, things like that. Where, yeah. Um, that's like two lies in one. Fats are but, <laughs> but So tell me, what, what is a healthy fat? Like, maybe not mm. necessarily like science terms, but like, yeah. what foods? Like, what food should I get for healthy fats? So, any plant-based oil is normally really safe. It's best to look up just healthy fats on Google and it'll pull up like avocado, um, olive, grapeseed's okay, and then it starts to, you know, you get a little sketchy when it's like palm seed oil and mm-hmm. canola and all that stuff. Is mm-hmm. So I always tell people coconut, avocado, like just get a natural whole food, um, and those are the best oils to hang out with. You also have nuts, mm-hmm. um, and then we just have flat out avocados, right? right. So And then seeds. 
and really that's all you got for fats. Right. Um, I, I don't count animal fats. I, I like when people get them. I think there's a place for them, but I'm not trying to have pork three times a day for my fats, right? Like that's not where we're headed with this. So you're saying I should not eat bacon every meal? <laughs> Unfortunately not. We Dang just can't it. do it. I know. <laughs> I was really hoping I could get away with that. Um, no, so that's I think that's a really good explanation. And one thing too, um, you know, you kind of mentioned – um, you know, people being scared of fats mm-hmm. or people being scared of carbs. What are scared of one? Right. Yes. Yeah, it tends to be one or the other, not both of them. Uh-huh. Um, I guess if I came to you and I'm like, oh, I can't eat that many carbs. What mm-hmm. would you, what would you say to me? I normally say, let's try it. I was like, you're, you're not paying me to, <laughs> to F you up. Like I'm here to help you. I'm telling you something cause I know it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always start people slow, especially if there's someone who's been drilled in fats are bad, carbs are bad cause they will have a weird reaction. They will gain weight. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is what it is because you've not been giving that to your body. It doesn't know what to do with it. It's like, why is there so much of this? What do you want with this? Mm -hmm. So it just stores it as fat. It doesn't know what to do. Um, But you give it a week or two even, maybe even a month. And now it starts realizing like, oh, okay, like I see what that's for. We're going to figure this out now, right? Um, And then you start seeing the weight just plummet. Um, But you have to stick with it. It's a longevity game. Um, and that's not very fun. I get it mm-hmm. because you're not going to come do what I'm telling you to do for a month or two and just get a six pack. It's going to be something that we did for a year and we were working on it. Maybe not full heartedly, but we were working on it for a year mm-hmm. and now you're seeing the rewards. I've gained five pounds of muscle, 10 pounds of muscle. I mean, we, we've had some people stick with it really well and they've had phenomenal results. Yeah, definitely. I can think of two off the top of my head and that just recently, you know, have mm-hmm. been, been going around and, and, you know, you know, have consistently added muscle mass consistently decreased body fat um and it's it's been really cool to see and um i think anybody out there that's maybe struggling with nutrition maybe has more questions um definitely reach out to tuan yeah make sure that uh you know he's he's here like all the time in the afternoon in the afternoon yeah, anyway yeah um but uh but you get the free consult with me right so really if you just message me like hey i want to meet you on this day this time what does that look like for you and we'll get something together because i i can i i do the free consult so if you just want to see what i think about what you're doing mm-hmm. you don't even have to pay me just come have a conversation with me right you know 20 30 minutes whatever you're willing to give me um but come here what i got for you because even if we don't continue the coaching after the consult, I promise you'll leave with something. I'm going to say something to help you. I'm not, I'm not trying to sell you on anything. I just want to help you. Just, just trying to help. So I think that's actually a good place to end. We were going to get into supplements, but we'll save that for another time. Supplements take protein, creatine, and caffeine. Everything else is not studied properly. Exactly. So uh, you heard that here. You heard it from Anthony Kaler. Right here, right now. Um, did I miss anything that we were going to... I think we, we covered quite a I bit. I think we crushed it. So You crushed it. Nah, no, you crushed it. I just asked questions. So They were good questions. Guys, appreciate you listening. Big thanks to Anthony for joining uh, for this nutrition. If you guys have any questions, um, reach out to Tuan. He's more than happy to help. Um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you to all of our dedicated listeners out there. Don't forget, subscribe, rate, review. Let us know how we're doing. We really appreciate that feedback, good or bad. If you're new to the show, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, really wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just look for the name in the club, VIP.